0: If you've used any kind of online customer service over the holiday season, you've probably encountered a chatbot. It's that pop-up at the corner of the screen offering to help you find the service or department you need. These computer programs may seem relatively simple in appearance, but they are the focus of some pretty intense research. And this week, we're going to talk about them including some very interesting research that might make you look at them a little bit differently. We're joined by the germ guy, Jason Tetro, who is a regular contributor here at 640 Toronto and also the host of the award-winning Super Awesome Science Show. Hey, Jason, how are you?
1: Hey, I'm doing really well.
0: I find these chatbots annoying. I'm just going to be honest with (laughs) you. I know, I (laughs) know. So explain to us, what exactly is a chatbot?
1: Well, I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about it this week because it is so annoying most of the times. And I mean, it didn't just start with the chatbots that you're seeing online. I mean, we had Clippy. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> From the Microsoft Word, like that was sort of the beginning of the idea of the chatbot, which is essentially it's a computer program that is designed to mimic a human conversation. Um, and it really goes back to that old adage that you know nothing beats another human voice when it comes to help. So they're based on artificial intelligence and offer a variety of different services we normally associate with talking with another person. It's, and, and I guess the goal is to develop a personal connection so that they are more likely to use the service. Um, but <laughs> as you were just saying, you know, they, they kind of be annoying. And as one study recently revealed, depending on how the chatbot is designed, it may not have the intended result at all.
0: Okay, so you're suggesting that a chatbot might actually hurt a service's goals of trying to be more helpful.
1: Yes, indeed. And for those of you who are out there who are like, that chatbot just gave me a negative customer experience, you're not alone. Um, In fact, it's now in a paper in in the journal, Information Systems Research, led by a group out of McGill. And the title, I I love this title. Sometimes titles can be a bit boring, but this one is awesome. It's Bots with Feelings. Should AI agents express positive emotion in customer service? Um, And not surprisingly, the actual goal was to find out if positive emotion could influence customer service.
0: Right. So how did they manage to figure that out?
1: Okay, so they did a comparison between human and AI customer service conversations. Um, they got 155 people to use a chat bot, and then it was uh, they either talked to an AI or a real human. And what they wanted to find out was whether or not the AI would give an even better customer re- uh, service and, and therefore get a better customer review um, over just having a human conversation. And well, <laughs> it was uh, pretty much the opposite. If there was positive emotion expressed by a human agent, the service quality was perceived as excellent and really, really good. There was satisfaction. If, however, positive emotion was expressed by an AI, it didn't really do anything. There was almost no change in in how a person perceived the uh, the service or, or actually um, gave that review.
0: Well, I mean, I feel like that's kind of... It's kind of obvious, right? Like, so an AI simply could not match human positivity. I mean, mm-hmm. that, I know that that's the goal, but that doesn't surprise me. I mean, I maybe it's because I've had such bad experiences with these chapters. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I think I mean I, you're not alone, right, yeah. and some of the words that they use and, and, and some of the positivity that they use and and you're thinking, why are you being so positive to me because all I want to do is find out why my phone isn't working right, right? so like that's that's what it's about so the the researchers were thinking okay well maybe this is just one of those obvious questions and if it's an obvious question with an obvious answer we're never getting the paper published so, right. <laughs> so what they had to do was figure out well is there any instance where an ai that is positive might actually help and believe it or not they they actually they, they found that out um they took another 92 people but this time they had a um positive ai experience which you know was mimicking what they had in the first part of the study But then what they did is they asked the individual, what are you looking for? Mm. Now, if the person wanted to have some kind of relationship, some kind of connection with the service, that positive emotion actually led to a relatively small but you know very good positive result. However, if the person was looking to have simply a service exchange fix my phone that positivity led to a rather negative effect and when you look at the statistics it was like night and day (laughs) there was no harmony whatsoever it was just simply they either hated it or they felt like okay maybe this is actually good for me
0: so this sounds like a bit of a problem for companies wanting to use chatbots and i would imagine that more companies would want to use chatbots
1: yeah, because and, and there was a study that showed that thanks to um, COVID, chatbots became sort of the thing to go to because there were so many people who had to be staying at home. So chatbots started to grow in popularity. But now what we're finding out is you have to still do your homework in order to be able to effectively have a chatbot. Because if you don't know the general intention of your user base, you may end up turning them off rather than helping them out. So if you have a base that's looking for a community, then positivity is, you know, it's going to be a good thing. But if you're just there, if if your service is just simply, you know, a business exchange or actual helping when someone is, you know, having problems, troubleshooting, that type of thing, making it positive just makes them really, really annoyed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like me, my hands up in the air right now. So the obvious answer (laughs) seems to be to just hire more humans for customer service, right?
1: Exactly. And um, I, I do want to sort of give a little bit of a comforting perspective on this. And that is there was another study that was done to find out what people thought when it came to robot robots stealing our jobs versus the actual you know instance of customer service going to ai instead of people and what they found was about 50% of individuals perceived that customer service was going directly to ai and these chatbots But the reality, it's only 14%. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So it really hasn't changed over. Even with COVID, we haven't had that significant change over to chatbots. But that doesn't necessarily mean that chatbots are going to go away. It's just that maybe they might be better used in different situations, such as medical diagnosis. And in this particular case, the development of a relationship with positivity might actually help to diagnose Alzheimer's
0: disease. So how does a chatbot help with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, th- it, it's fascinating because this ca- this paper came out probably uh, a couple of months ago, and and it's really been getting a lot of um, attention, a lot of steam now, because what has happened is that we've been thinking about AI helping us to do some kind of medical diagnosis. But usually what that means is, you know, there's an AI system sitting in a hospital and we feed in a result and then the result says, oh, you know, yes, you Fractured leg, or something like that. But in this particular case, the chatbot has a verbal conversation with an individual, and then based on that conversation, analyzes the response to be able to come up with a diagnosis. Now, there's a sort of an, an artificial intelligence system out there called Generative Pre Trained Transformer 3 or GPT 3. Um, it's been developed by the company OpenAI. And what it does is it picks up patterns and characteristics to better understand an individual to increase the connection with the person. And uh, chat GPT is one of these different types of of, uh, open AI offerings. And you can go online and actually do this for yourself. But could it possibly do any kind of medical diagnosis? That's when people were like, "Mm, we really should figure this out. And so at Drusk's, At Drexel University, they tried this, and it's in the journal PLOS Digital Health, and it's titled, Predicting Dementia from Spontaneous Speech Using Large Language Models, and the results are amazing.
0: So what did they prove through this
1: theory? Well, so what they proved was that this AI could be fine-tuned using all sorts of data from other areas. And in this particular case, they were using vocal discussions from a previous Alzheimer's study trying to you know diagnosed based on speech but also on some other factors and they then asked the GPT to find out whether or not this person had Alzheimer's and so now it was a test to find out whether or not that person did or did not have Alzheimer's now in the previous study where they got this data it had about a 70 percent excuse me in the previous study where they had this data they had a 78% accuracy rate when it comes to diagnosing Alzheimer's, which is actually pretty good, especially when you're dealing with Alzheimer's disease. Um, the chatbot had a much more interesting result.
0: Huh? How did the chatbot do? We're running out of time, so I, I need to hear. How did the chatbot do?
1: 80%. Wow. I know. And the thing is, is that that 80% came from an AI. And when you think about it, You have to realize that, yes, indeed, we are finally getting to a point where we might be able to do some of these diagnoses using AI. Now, again, there wouldn't be alone simply an AI doing it but it would definitely be a fantastic supplement to be able to make sure that a diagnosis is correct and we get treatment, especially in early Alzheimer's, as fast as possible.
0: So you're telling me that there could be good in the chatbot world.
1: There <laughs> is good in the chatbot world, maybe not in customer service, right? but definitely when it comes to being able to help us in other areas where it's obvious that we, you know, we really need the help.
0: So good, thanks so much, Jason, for your time today.
1: It was such a pleasure. Take care.
0: That was the germ guy, Jason Tetro. He is a regular contributor here on 640 Toronto and also the host of the award-winning super awesome science show. You're listening to Toronto this weekend on 640 Toronto.